Yo, today's QOD is be and then do. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, on the show today. He's going to talk about one of my favorite topics, something I talk about quite frequently, which is the creative formula of be, do, have, and how many of us start in the middle. We're focusing on doing, 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 right? So we can have something, so we can be something, but you got to start with the be because you're going to attract whatever you are. And it gives you a great tip for how to connect with that being, which is to get clear on your fundamental core values and to live from there. Vishen Lakiani coming up. So during that 2013 to 2016, when I was going through a lot of stress, I happened to get on a call, a coaching call with Sri Kumar Rao. So many of us have coaches and Rao was my coach. And it was really interesting. Because he said, Vishen, I, I can tell that things are not going good. Would you allow me to read you a poem? So I said, wow, a poem, seriously? Tell me how to fix this. People are fucking stealing from me. Like I'm on the verge of bankruptcy. You want to, you want to impress me with your poetry skills? Fine, go on. That was not what I actually said, but that was in my head. <laughs> and, and this is what Rao read to me. He said, this poem was written by a 13th century Afghan refugee called Rumi. He said, when I run after what I think I want, my days are a furnace of distress and anxiety. If I sit in my own place of patience, what I need flows to me and without any pain. From this, I understand that what I want also wants me, is looking for me and attracting me. There's a great secret in this for anyone who can grasp it. So let's go back and look at that, right? When I run after what I think I want, my days are a furnace of distress and anxiety. When I was running after the VC money, when I was running after the media, when I was running after figuring out how to get acquired by Groupon, my days were a furnace of distress and anxiety. If I sit in my own place of patience, what I need flows to me and without any pain. What he's talking about there, when he says about place of patience, is tapping into the soul which knows where you are meant to be and what you're meant to do. From this, I understand that what I want also wants me, is looking for me and attracting me. But here he's talking about a different type of want. He's talking about a want from the soul, a want from the intuitive aspect of yourself, not a want because you are trying to follow the checklist of the culture scape. The intuitive want also wants you. There is a great secret in this for anyone who can grasp it. So this was from Jalal al-Din Rumi, who today is America's most quoted poet, actually. But another way to think about this idea is another great poet, Frank Sinatra. He said, do you remember this Strangers in the Night? There's this line there, which I think is the best line. It's doobie-doobie-doo. So most of us, do to be, right? I had to hustle to get the VC money from Intel. 
to build a company, do to be, because I thought that will make me someone. But if you listen to do be, do be, do, it's hard to say whether he's saying do be or be do. What Ra was saying is be and then do. Be what it is that you want and then do from that place. It is similar to Michael Beckwith's idea of the law of resonance. Michael Beckwith, who was in The Secret, he was one of the teachers that says, the secret is incomplete. It's not about the law of attraction. You do not attract what you want. You attract who you are. In other words, you be, and then you do. Be, do. Now, the shift that happened to me between 2013 and 2016 is I decided to give up all of the ideas I was chasing. I was going through struggle in business. And back then, I thought I just sucked. But what I realized was that all of this struggle was because I was not listening. I was doing, I was trying to fulfill a checklist, a checklist that I thought was how a CEO had to operate or how a $10 million had to op $10 million company had to operate. And what I didn't realize was that my soul was asking me to do something completely different. I had to be something else and then do from that place of being and not do to be. So what happened was the universe put a particular mentor in my life. And the funny thing is, this mentor was a 29-year-old kid. I was like 39 at that time. 29-year-old kid who had actually once worked for me. His name is Amar, Amir Ahmad Nasser. A smart kid. He had joined Mind Valley when he was 22, went on to become a talented writer, went on to speak around the world. And Amir developed this process of identifying values. And he led me through an exercise. And that is the sheet I came up with. He said, Vision, what are your values? And I read him the Mind Valley Code of Awesomeness. And he said, no. Those are not your values. That's some dumb exercise you did to try to be democratic in the workplace, get everyone, 100 employees to, to share what they think mind value should be. No, what are your values? What are the words that best speak to who you are? So in that left column, okay, he made me write down what I did in the world. I did courses, I did events, I did challenges back then. That was the early name for Quest. And I did community. And then he said, now, what are the values and beliefs that you have in the world? We're going to zoom in, okay? So I wrote down these values. Transformation was a value. Connectedness was a value. Compassion was a value. Growth as a goal, that was something I believed in. Humanism, I believed in, in seeing people uh, as a unified planet Earth. I believed in aesthetics. I love design and art. I love having a vision. I believe in happiness. I believe in love and change and constant change. I believe in self-directed learning, like deciding how you want to learn. I believe in questioning the rules. I believe in innovation. I believe in futurism, an optimistic view of the future of mankind. These were the values. And he said, good, but that's too much. What I want you to do is I want you to cluster them. So as you can see, all the ones, transformation has a one, growth has a one, transcendence has a one. All of these ones, I realize, fall under the idea of transformation, right? So I gave it one word. And then there were these things that were number two, connectedness, compassion, humanism. This was sort of like seeing people as a whole, right? It was more a, a world of value around world centrism. We put that together and we called it connectedness. Today we call it unity, but then I called it connectedness. And the third one, aesthetics, vision, change, innovation, came from me being an engineer. It was about creating. So we call that vision. And then there was a fourth one, happiness, 
uh, sorry, there was a, yeah, the fourth one. Happiness is, is there. Um, love is there. That, Amir said, isn't really emerging. Okay, so it, it's, not, it's not as dominant as the other. So he said, those are your three fundamental values. Now, what happened next was really interesting. I decided to simply forget all of the rules of what it took to be an entrepreneur. I decided that entrepreneur was a bullshit term. I wanted no part in it. You can be, you know, designing logos for $5 on 99 designs. You're an entrepreneur. You can build a billion dollar company. You're an entrepreneur. It's a bullshit term. I discarded that. I discarded the word CEO. And I simply decided to live from those values. So I would ask myself, okay, am I embodying connectedness in my life? Am I embodying transformation? Am I embodying personal growth, which is a key part of transformation? Am I embodying vision? Am I living my life to build and to create every single day? Those became what I lived, I, 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 I lived from. And the shift that that had on Mind Valley was dramatic. All the pain and suffering stopped because what I had inadvertently done was I'd gone deep into my soul. And now I was listening to what my soul wanted. I was being what my soul wanted. And the result was three years of decline and chaos disappeared. And instantly, Mind Valley took off. It took off so fast that between January to July 2016, we were losing an average of $100,000 a month. Seven months, $700,000 gone. August, we made our first big profit in history. And we made exactly 700000 In one month, we paid off all of that. And Mind Valley continued to grow and grow and grow. That was Vishen Lakiani. Check out his website, mindvalley.com. You can watch today's talk on YouTube. It is called How to Find Your Contribution to the World Today. Vishen Lakiani. All right, my friends, that's it. That's a week. Enjoy your weekend. Grab your free copy of my ebook at my website and follow me on Instagram and I will see you on Monday. I am out. Peace. Peace.